believe me, I have friends who have relationships like that. And those guys are fucking miserable because like their girl just we have no great war, no great depression. Our great war is a spiritual war. So the thing is, I had a relationship in 2018 to 2019 and it was terrible. So I've experienced like what an absolutely terrifying relationship can look like. And then after that, I basically was like, not ready for emotions, not ready for feelings. There's some stuff I need to heal. And I had a house in the Hollywood Hills. And this is actually around the time I discovered the effectiveness of sushi sometime, because, you know, it's like, especially when you're a guy who has like a nice apartment or a nice house with a hot tub and, you know, a pool and like, you can just say sushi sometime. And then the girl comes to your house. You spend 30 minutes, 40 minutes eating sushi, drinking wine. You spend 40 minutes in the hot tub and then you have sex. And it's like, you literally sent three messages and spoke, you know, less than five minutes of the night while she's spending the other, you know, two hours talking. And so uh, I like, I went through that and I kind of, there were a couple of things that I think struck me going through that phase of like just pure sex optimization, which was like, A, I just noticed, and I'd actually always noticed my body's response to um, casual sex, which just was never like that good. It just was like, I just either had shitty feelings about it. I would, I would just feel like, I don't know if the, I don't know if the right feeling is empty, but it just felt like, like my body didn't like it. Mm. Um, it felt, it just felt like, you know, I just met this girl and here I am doing the most intimate act two humans can do together. I'm wasting creative energy that I could be using in my business. And then I started just thinking about like these girls and, you know, really thinking about them and the types of girls I was attracting, like they were hot, definitely. But the, I mean, I'm even thinking right now, like some of these girls just, you know, one of them I'm thinking particular is like super hot um, and super hot blonde chick mom was like crazy alcoholic abusive um left when she was really young dad is like pretty young like they had her when they were like 20 21 years old uh and her dad has like a super young girlfriend and is always having different young girlfriends and like she likes her dad but he's always like bringing different girls home and it's just like i don't know i started thinking about that and like damn like this isn't like like the more girls I met like that and realize like these girls that I'm hooking up with, like, and it's just not leading to anything. It's degenerate, you know? And, and then I think another, um, like, so basically what happened was I had this realization, like this hookup culture thing, especially in, in LA uh, is very degenerative in the sense that like, it doesn't lead to anything good. It just leads to the same patterns that like this girl, these girls that I was hooking up with, like, if they don't change something in the guys that they're selecting, or if we as men don't change and lead a different way, then what does this lead to? It leads to more broken families, more alcoholic abusive moms, more unwanted pregnancies. 
like, like it, it doesn't lead anywhere. So then what happened was, um, after that I moved back to Boston and I went back into monk mode where basically I was just alone with my friend, you know, my roommate, who's also in monk mode and my friends in Boston and my parents are pretty close by. Um, but Boston is like, for guys like us, like not really gonna, probably not really gonna meet a girl that is like stunningly gorgeous that has the qual other qualities that you might want to date. And so I wasn't dating like at all. Um, I would make trips, like I flew to Miami, I flew to LA like once a month or so. And, um, and uh, there, there were a couple, like, I think there were a couple like important life moments. One was just like realizing I was going at business so hard. Like, you know, I, I mean, like I, I recently rebooted my old phone and saw like my screensaver and it was like, it was like, fuck you. January was my, uh, that was like my, um, thing I did at the start of last year. And it was like, wake up, meditate 20 minutes, juve 20 minutes, work out relentlessly, uh, work like sunrise to sunset and like into the hours. Like I, I had this like extremely strict monk mode protocol. I, I just started, you know, I was doing it. And like, I love, I love my work. I love my business, but I, I started to just get a little bit lonely. <laughs> like, and I started to think like about the relationship that I had in 2018, that was like really bad. And I was like, fuck, did that fuck me up? Like, all I can do now is just like have casual sex. And I was like, damn, like, wouldn't it be nice to just have a girl that supported you that was like a healthy relationship? And, um, you know, I started thinking of some of my friends that had healthy relationships. And then I got invited to two weddings of my friends. Uh, my friend, Ken, who's in college, we kind of made fun of him because he's like a very, uh, he's, he, we called him dad. He's like so extremely responsible even at like 16 years old and then in college you know he was even more responsible like he was a real estate agent like when he was 18 and rented all of our apartments for us in college and then he got married uh at 22 and the wedding they waited until after the pandemic to have the wedding so that was last october and i went to that and then my other friend quasi uh joe here who maybe some of you guys know he's pretty big in the you know course coaching space the clever programmer guy what's that this is the programming guy no no his name's quasi joe here he has a uh coaching business essentially like business coaching for people like mindset business coaching he nice. makes like two three hundred k a month he, he crushes it uh, and he's got you know he, he's, he does well and he's very at peace um and so i went to his wedding and I, yeah, I went to Ken's wedding and I was like, wouldn't it be nice if you could just be happy, like with just one girl and like, the, I just saw like they were so happy. And my friend Ken at the wedding gave me a piece of advice. Um, I don't even remember why I didn't like ask him for advice or anything, but he was like, he was like, you just have to be intentional with it. And that's when I realized that, you know, if you guys have gone through week two of Tribe Accelerator, you know how into goal setting I am. I realized that the goals I was setting with women were basically, I want, 
you know, like in college, my goals were literally like, I want two to three casual sex partners per week. That was what I was optimizing for. And then after that, I was like optimizing for like, I want to fuck nines and tens all the time. That was like, that's like what it was. And I was like, okay, maybe that's why I'm not (laughs) attracting like a good relationship is because that's the only thing that I care about. So I changed it to, uh, and another thing I saw was um, Grant Cardone and Elena Cardone. I just saw them on Instagram and I was like, that's kind of cool. And like, I didn't necessarily know if I really wanted like a power couple type thing. Cause you know, I, I, and then I was also watching a lot of like red pill stuff as well and Tate stuff. And I was like, there's gotta be a good balance. That's what you like fits for me. So I was like in my mind and goal definition, um, I essentially wrote that I wanted to start dating and attracting, uh, my like equivalent superwoman. Like, I think I literally wrote like Elena Cardone, like superwoman. And then I wrote exactly what I wanted the relationship to be like. Um, and I have, I still have all of that, of course. Yes. Like superwoman building an incredible life together. I'm the dominant leader in the relationship. We're an incredible team. Um, we fit together perfectly. It's easy to flirt together. Sexual chemistry is incredible. We have incredible conversation. She's extremely supportive and sees my potential and helps me win daily. She treats me like a king. She brings me gifts. She surprises me. She checks in on me. She shows her love for me through actions and communication. She's low maintenance and has her own goals. Uh, I'm incredibly secure in this relationship. She's she's incredibly secure and physically affectionate. Our relationship is simple and brings me peace and love and excitement. Our relationship is led by presence. My relationship is sexually exciting. Um, Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I just defined it very clearly. And then now that I was, I had that in my mind, I, and I was going on trips back and forth to LA. Um, and I was also using Instagram, you know, I, uh, and I also like, I had other girls that I had been talking to that I'd hooked up with in the past that I was kind of just texting and, uh, you know, one girl, I was basically dating when I would go out to LA, I was visiting. I was dating Chloe and this other girl um, who was like a model, like, and I kind of, I, I was kind of like comparing, I, I sort of saw like two roads diverged in a yellow wood. And I was like, this girl, like not the, not Chloe who ended up picking like the, the girl, like mom was like a super empowered, like multi-millionaire boss woman and dad, like mom and dad divorced when she was relatively young and and talking to her, taking her on dates. Um, I like, I was asking about her relationship to her parents and her family. And she was like, yeah, my, my dad, um, like, I don't really respect him that much. Like, you know, he's X, Y, and Z and like my mom left him and he doesn't make a lot of money and da, da, da. And while the girl was like super hot and I kind of fantasized in my mind that she would look good with me. Um, I then saw Chloe and I was like, okay, Chloe, like her dad has seven siblings and they all live within 10 minutes of each other in Los Angeles. She has 31st cousins. She doesn't drink or smoke or go out. Um, she, like she basically just hangs out with her family. And like the second I would ask her to help me with something, she would help me instantaneously and instantaneously. 
Whereas the other girl, although she was like super hot and stuff, like she was busy all the time because she's like an international model. And I was like, okay. And so I just started seeing Chloe more because she made, she like, she just, I just started like connecting the dots of like, okay, that girl's hot, but doesn't really make my life better. She's just kind of like trying to be a career woman. And like this girl, Chloe is like just doing everything to help me and like almost like a personal assistant. So I think that's, I think that's like, and then obviously the rest is just the, the, the relationship phases that happen from there. Um, which again, are, I can, I'm happy to go into, but they're broken down in, uh, in, in this, in this video. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's pretty helpful because yeah, I, growing up, I've always had like good, positive, like family, female role models, but getting into dating, it was all kind of through the pickups phase. So the, a lot of the women I'm meeting recently, I'm realizing that it's getting to a point where it's starting to make me lose the faith I once had in quality women. Yeah. And that's what kind of raised the red flags for me. It's like, yeah, I accomplished all these hookup goals I had, but it's like, at what cost at this point? Yeah, that that's another part of it too is, and I think we alluded to it in the Soul Broad podcast was like, what are the downdraft effects on society we have as men, even in our individual decisions? Like if we're solely optimizing for this, you know, hedonistic, utopian, sex, Dambolzarian lifestyle, like what message does that send to the few good girls out there? Like really, you know, it's like, like, like you're, you're just like corrupting these girls that otherwise would be good, you know? Now the, the, the thing is too, um, however, is like the difference with a girl like, Chloe, who is like the material that I'm sure a lot of you guys would want as a girlfriend is like, she wouldn't respond to a Dan request. Like she's never been flown out every anywhere. Like I'm the first man to ever fly her somewhere, you know, to ever pay for something for her, the first boyfriend she's ever had. So, um, these girls do exist. It's just, I think like, and I, I want to do some more deep thinking on this for you guys, but I'm sure, you know, even just hearing this, it might help you as well in terms of like where to find these girls. What I can, what I can assure you is I can tell you where to not find them, you know, <laughs> like yeah. you will not find them at a club because like, just think about it. It's like, like if you want a girl that doesn't like to party and doesn't like to drink and do drugs, well, she's probably not at a club. So why are you thinking you're going to find a girlfriend at a club? Now, that being said, there's definitely some, um, there's caveats. Like my friend Jordan, who's with this girl, Bianca, who's amazing. Like they actually genuinely met at a club and now they have a baby and they have a great relationship. But, um, you know, in that sense, it's like a girl that you meet at a club is more likely to be the girl that, you know, wants to go out with her girlfriends without you a couple times a week. And like, believe me, I have friends who have relationships like that. And those guys are fucking miserable because like their girl just parties all the time. And like what happens when a girl goes out who's hot, she gets hit on by, it's not even like, that's the thing. It's like not even really about whether you trust the girl or not. It's do you trust guys? 
because I don't trust myself. Like, yeah. like if I'm, if I, when I'm single, like my game is good. I don't give a fuck if that girl is a boyfriend. And even if she loves him very much, like I'm going to get her drawn to me, you know? So, um, so yeah. Um, did I answer your question fully? Hope you're enjoying this channel and these videos. If you like them, you can subscribe right here. There's a whole playlist about how to build a social circle from scratch right here with really high quality content. And then right here, you can learn about how I help men in Tribe Accelerator build a circle from scratch of high value men and women.